Hello and welcome to Starter Set. I'm still Ed Sylvester. This still is Ollie. How's it going? It's going well. And welcome to the show that rewrites myths and legends. Legends, yes. Ah, oh, maybe, but not for long. Um, hey Ollie. Hey Ed. Hey, so look, we are, this is final show, final countdown. The final, wait, that'll be copyrighted as well, fuck. Uh, only if you do it well, then you yeah. definitely didn't do it well, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's alright, I'm sick, so that didn't work. <laughs> no, you're okay. Look, final show, Um, and obviously we came to this season a little bit um in a different route in a different manner, because um, we wanted to, well, I know I wanted to um, basically f- not finish up, but tie the loose ends from season one. So and I, when I say tie the, season, uh, tie the loose ends, I mean just kind of get those characters that we met there, give them impact and a lasting effect on the world, which I think that's where we're at now, and yeah. season two is about exploring that and seeing how that's come out. But in doing so, we've told another story um so that's where we're at and we're we we are at the final chapter of this other story yeah ollie um coming into this i was gonna do it at the end but i think we should do it at the beginning because that's always quite nice look um this wasn't necessarily like the the most planned part of what we were doing and all that sort of thing but it's been nice to just like hang out with my brother and play some D D. um on the spot ollie yeah, that's you. That's me. What? That's you. Who what? is it? What's been the um, What's been the fun? Well, how have you, How have you found it? Basically, doing Dungeons and Dragons as a performancey piece type thing. Yeah, I have liked it. Um, <laughs> it the most as ever. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it's been good. It. I think. Um, it has helped me in my normal gameplay. To be To be honest. In the sense that you kind of have to remember stuff from one episode to the next. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm notoriously bad for not remembering anything ever. Um, so, kind of having to force myself to remember what actually happened the previous week and tie that in has been good. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's going to help. With the, with nice. the, we're kind of out of show games with the rest of the the role playing but yeah speaking of um out of show games uh it's been christmas obviously that's why we've had such a a big break a nice reset coming back recharged um new Mm. year with new year we come to end of show but still new year um did you play do you play much D&D over the holidays yeah, I got one one game in uh, out of three that were organised because everybody's busy and Christmas is mental. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, which I mean is not too bad to be honest. That's pretty good. I'm again notoriously bad for not being able to make any actual gaming sessions, so <laughs> it's you know that's good for me. One a month. <laughs> nice. Uh, what about yourself, Eduardo? 
Um, I've not... Well, just any board games. You usually get a nice board game for Christmas or something. You got any got any new games or anything? Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Um, so, I basically began to develop a bit, a bit, a little bit of a backlog of um, miniatures in terms of unpainted miniatures. Ah, oh, yes, actually. You painted some squigs recently, didn't you? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I saw them. They looked... They looked very, very good, actually. Oh, I was well, Im- I was well impressed with them. Nice. Um, I've been, uh, I've been browsing the old Warhammer shops recently. Uh, see what you can get there. Yeah, not, not the yeah. cheapest thing to get involved with, but no, hey, they're fucking expensive. None of these hobbies are. Let's be fair. Um, so yeah, I had a bit of a backlog, pile of shame, or whatever you want to call it, and I've managed to basically clear that. I've, I've, I've finally finished all of my, um, I finished. I've had a big lizard guy on the side for ages for my Lizardman Blood Bowl team that you got me. Oh, yeah. I've got a big chunky boy. Uh, Is that the... Um, I don't know how Blood Bowl works, but I presume they have, like, a line backer that's, like, yeah, a special unit. Yeah, you kind of... You have, like, your main team, and, and depending on the style of team, you'll usually have, like... Half the team will be, like, a uh, your, your defensive team. The other team will be... The rest of the team will be runners. This isn't the case at all for everything. <coughs> but... Most teams have what they refer to as a big guy, which is just like... Okay. It's... Yeah. It, I don't think I need the to explain that too it. much, but it's yeah, just yeah, a big yeah. fucking yeah. thing that hits people. And basically, I finished yeah. my big guy for my lizards, um, who's just a walking crocodile, realistically. Uh, oh, yeah. Which is good. No, fun. So got, that's all done. That's all finished. And then I, then I smashed through my squigs, which I was really happy with. And then I've got um, our... Shared brother, our middle brother Henry, got me some minis for Christmas as well. Um, for the game Malifaux, which is a little skirmish-based. Um, ah, uh, yes, he did show me those. Yeah. I think when he when we were comparing presents. Yes. Um, what did I get you? You got me a paint shaker, Ollie, a paint vibrator. <laughs> oh yes, I did. I did get you a paint shaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is perfect. So um, it's been, I think it's been quite paint-heavy recently. Basically, is is how things have been going. But yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, I what what games did I play? Joe, you know so most of the people that visited um are not board gamey people. Um yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you kind of have to play the non-board gamey people board games. Yeah, if that makes sense, your your um yeah. your your gateway games or your party games and stuff like that that get people excited. Yeah. I played a lot of Skull. Do you know Skull? Is that the one did we play that? It's quite likely we have because it's the one Did that you I bring saw that down? everywhere. It's, it's a really good game. Yeah. Um, which basically takes the bluffing element of poker and like the coolness of poker. And well, I say the coolness of poker. I fucking hate poker. I think it's really boring and I can't be bothered to spend a whole night doing that stuff. But it takes that bluffing part of poker and just condenses it down into a nice game that has like, I don't know, anywhere between 50 five to 20 minute rounds where you basically bluff and you and you have different based odds and it's really easy to play and it's a really good one if you're having a bit of a drinking game um mm. which obviously is christmas so that's what a lot of people will be doing probably what you did yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly. that sounds fun oh and i played some i played some board games with our parents actually i played um zombie dice yeah, I think we've played that before. That's a classic. That's like sort of 2015 areas, which is literally yeah. a push your like roll the dice game. Um, and 
a teeny tiny game, which is a really good portable one if you you if you're going to like if you're going for a little external date and you go into like a coffee shop or something and you're like ah, oh, let's bring a little game to play called Tinder Blocks. Ah, I've seen that advertised in Waterstones. Yeah, I think it's yeah. it's like twelve quid and it's in a little tin. And it's basically Jenga, but you, you're playing it with tweezers and different shaped blocks, making a... Yeah, and you have to build a fire, don't yes, you? Yes, which is why it's yeah, called Tinderbox. Yes, yes, um, I did see that. That I thought that looked good when I saw that in, in, in the shop. There's been a couple... Actually, I'll tell you what, um, not to kiss arse of Waterstones, um, they have gotten fairly okay with their kind of mainstream board game selection recently yeah yeah that's well i don't know maybe the ones around us have but um yeah they, they've i bought one the other day called happy little dinosaurs okay that's basically like uh who can survive oh, the longest type game i played that with you the last time we were down yes you did yes. yeah that one yeah that was from Warzone as well yeah that's nice which is a fun little game yeah, yeah, very you know, much so. That's another you know, one. That's another like quick, teachable one that you can get people into. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're good games, easy games when our father can actually grasp <laughs> the rules. <laughs> yeah, Dad does um, purposefully misconstrued the idea of yes. playing the game, uh, which can He's be a... both interesting and I say interesting. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> it one it winds gonna... you right up. Yeah, really, really does get me. Uh, good, and he knows it. Right. Anyway. Well, look. Listen. Let's uh, let's do this show because that's what we're here to do. Um, have you got your horn ready? Can you do your horn? I do. You're not very well. Yep. I'm not very well, but I, I'll try it. All right. Love it. We'll see. Nice. Well, apparently, I just need to be coughing my guts up to be able to blow this horn. Yeah. Exactly. Excellent. Well, the fire is lit, and there are stories to tell. The last thing that we finished our chapter with was the whooshing sounds of the rocks in Kagog's cloak, his weapon, weaponized cloak. The rocks that have taken this, well, fair toll upon you yourself, Normanda, before uh, knocking you unconscious. And yeah, he killed me, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and basically ruining your day and he stands before you after you've struck down neo had taken his head from his body and liberally booted it down a hill yeah um, to stop his reconstruction for his curse is to live it's to live forever regardless um and then broken through a line of the slightly smaller goblinoid giant kin that surround you. Upon the standing stones, there still stand the gibbon giants, the giant kin with the longer arms and um, shorter legs, those who have been hurling spears in your general direction. You have two of the giant kin bruises, like the, the big chunky boys, the ones that, that initially held a raid against your uh, hometown Village. of Bruderia. Mm. Um, two of them both engaged with the Woad Maidens, a battle of, well, a battle of 
basically brutes as they exchange blows. Cald is uh, jumping from <coughs> the leftover small giant kin to giant king, holding them at bay. And before you, standing, is um, Kagog, his maelstromic uh, cloak just spinning and spinning and spinning. He has been conjuring shadow magics, I guess, mysticisms. Shadow mysticisms is a better word. Um, and things that you as a Kenner have basically only heard about or, or know that there is something to be touched. The journey that you have been on from your point of start to now has basically exposed your mind and the eyes of the world to something entirely new. Before, it was a world of natural and blood and barks, muds, trees, mountains, things that are, I don't know, that, that hold a, a law to them the law of the world, mm. the magics that you've experienced. Cald, the tiny orange man who sits upon your shoulder when you've been adventuring, is unnatural to the world that you know or knew when you grew up. These giant kin, yes, you've met or seen or heard stories of things and creatures like this, but this has been something entirely different as a ride. And as if to, I don't know, put a punctuation mark to that statement within the center of this whirling dervish of weaponry fighting blood and steel undulating are the four other uh, crafts of Wayland the smith the eye that you left in the valley of albia before you took this last step in your journey it's companions, it's twin and companions sit in the centre of well a circle of miscellaneous uh, blood dark icors and sigils mm. before you stands Kagog and I believe I am right. It is Kagog's turn. As I, look I don't know, but we can go for it. Why as not? I look down my notes. We're at Kagog's turn. Yep, go for it. You've know you've seen this before. His uh, arms swing around. Comes the first hit of the um, of the cloak. He rolls very badly. Okay, good. And he also rolls badly again. Um, does a three or a five hit you, Ollie? No. No, I didn't think it would. Um, sorry, that's not a three or a five. He's got a plus five on these. Uh, eight or a ten still doesn't. No, neither, neither are those. Because they aren't those it's creatures. Um, and then after Kagog, we go around to Kald. Um, I would like to get Kald to just basically advance up with me. Okay, so he moves from his engagement with the smaller giant kin and, and just runs ba over to yourself, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Lovely stuff. We can pause his ticking timer of um, death saves there, then, if that's the case. Um, releasing up the small uh, giant kin that he was currently sort of keeping at bay with his little knife and running backwards and forwards, slicing out their 
their um, their feet, their ankles, up their knees, shoulders as he makes his way and kind of ran his way over there. He's like, boss, you, what do you need? <sighs> Things are looking pretty hairy. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. <coughs> and God, that smoke is very choking. Uh, that's his turn. Like, if you want to just do the disengage and run over to yourself and find yeah, back yeah, over to yourself, Normando, tippity top, go right, for me, it. Me, 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 right? Let's uh get shit done. Okay, so, hmm, um, Kagog's in front of me. Correct. How far are we talking? Am I engaged? Uh, consider yourself engaged with Kagog. Okay. Right. Fuck. Okay. 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 I think I is there a disengage action is that a full action uh, that is a full action yes if you're going to do that I'm afraid okay you know what Um, I'm not even going to bother I'm going to take Thistle and I'm going to try and ruin this bitch yep you're going to go for some slicing yep, All right, nice. go him. for it let's see what goes on right. two swings Ooh, okay. Um, that's not bad. Thirteen plus four. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. Very good. And that's for the first one. And the second one is eighteen plus four, so twenty-two. Okay, both hit. Right. Nice. So he is a giant kin, isn't he? He is a giant kin. Yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. So now I get extra damage. Right. Oh, you're terrible. Three ones. Three ones. <laughs> that is bad. Um, three... Seven damage total. With okay. that. First swing. Okay, that's better. Um, eight plus five... Thirteen, is that right? Eight and five, thirteen, yeah, correct. Yeah, thirteen plus four... Seventeen. For my attack bonus, yeah, seventeen... Damage on that second one. Okay, very nice. The sword strikes, so you lash out with your sword. The first one coming around strikes again. You see it like slice into just underneath the um, folds of his cloak. It comes through and just slices across the front of his chest. Where you would expect to see like ichor and, and blood. And you've cut this guy before. You fought with him before. Previously he bled. This time the cut strikes true but like a, a shadow spills forth from the, from the slice. The next mm. one comes around and you take him from like quite a shallow cut, but, but long from the top of his left hand shoulder, striking all the way down to his right hip, all the way across nice. his chest. And this shadow just spills forth in front of you. Um, he doesn't even like break a sweat or, or, or stop in his spinning pieces and everything that's going on there. But... That damage is there. Okay. Um, right. I... Mm, okay. Yes. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So I've hit, I've hit him. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and how far away are the... Um... <clears throat> how far away are the other crafts? Ah, interesting. Um, are you asking if they are within your running distance? Yeah. Yes, yeah, very, you could very easily make it there. You, between yourself and those, 
If you're going to run at them, you're looking at Kagog. <coughs> yeah. And probably... Probably at least one or two of the Gibbon Giants. The bruises are very much being taken up by the Woad Maidens. So you're okay there, but yeah. Okay. Right. Um, when is it the Woad's Maiden turn? Is that next? Yes, it is. Okay. Right, right. Maybe I do this then. Um, I will... Can I hold movement? You can't, can you? No. Mm. I, okay, in that case, I'll just kind of, mm, yeah, I'm just going to wait for a bit, wait my, wait, wait my movement. It's going to wait a bit. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of reset <laughs> and, uh, you know. See what happens. See shout some insults at Kagog. Nice, lovely stuff. All right, wicked. Uh, end of your go, world maidens go. They swing... They um, well, they swing at the uh, the bruisers. Uh, one of them swings true, the other one misses. Uh, that true swing is. Uh, could you, Ollie? You've got their stats. Could you remind me of what they roll when they swing? Two d six. Two d six, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I? Can they also kind of run over to me? Christ. Um, only if you would like them to disengage. Would that be the case? Yeah, if that's the case, we're all gonna, gonna we're different... all gonna, we're all, we're all rolling up. You're all rolling up. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, what I will say is because they're currently engaged with those bruises, and the bruises aren't gonna, they're not done. They will swing. All right. Okay. So yeah. So we'll see. Sure. So each of these, we'll have a look. All right. Okay, you got a seven, a two, and this one's the big one, a nineteen, which means that one of them is going to be rolling a death save. Not necessarily, you know, that's that's not going to take them down, but that's very much where they're sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Environment. Yeah, that's fine. Go on then, I'll let you roll it. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Uh, that's okay, 11. That's... Oh, just! Yeah. Very good. Let's go! So, um... they run over and they, they basically get into sort of like a, an escort position around you. Cowl yeah. on your shoulder. Yeah. Yourself there. Um, yes, exactly. Excellent. All right, here we go. Next up, we have the followers, all of the followers, the giant kin the, the, uh, and all of those miscellaneous around you. This is where things are going to get very interesting. Um, yeah. Here we go. So, Kag... Uh, not Kagog, he's in a minute. Um, the giant kin bruises... Yeah, they will. They'll basically follow. They'll go to chase down the woad maidens. They they'll move yeah. across and get in front of you like a like a, a a line of defensive American football players just getting straight up in your grill. And they will swing at the woad maidens. Um, actually, if you're in, are you would you be no? We've set them up in like sort of a little defensive position. So they'll they'll swing all of those. Oh, you are getting some lucky rolls today. All fine. On okay, there. good. Perfect. My Next plan up, is coming together. Um, the Gibbon Giants, those who, who have the ability to, will throw spears down from the tops of the um, stone... Uh, what are they called? What, why have I gone... I've lost it. Standing stones, that's it. Standing stones, From the tops yep. of the standing stones. There's a lot of these boys, but they're going to do it anyway. Where have we got one? 
Alright, first round. These will be going... First round, basically, out of the six that are rolled, four of them will be going <coughs> towards the Word Maidens. Two of them, Ollie, will be hitting you. Okay. Okay. Whoa. So that's two hits on the Word Maidens. I'm going to need uh, two death saves, please. One on each. 18 and one, nice. and 11 again on the other. Very good. Lucky, lucky ladies. The next two going to strike you. Uh, we have a 14 and a 16 against your AC. They both miss. Just <laughs> lovely stuff. Boom, 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 boom. As these javelins fly around you. Uh, behind you, the small uh, giant kin, you see them kind of forming themselves into a little posse that that were left over to just run at you and potentially take you out. They're not moving yet. You're all good. Next up, we have, however, the dervish himself, the spellcaster, the shadow being, the voice of Gogamog on this world, Kagog. Uh, the stones are spinning within there. Instead of lashing out with those, though, he starts to spin them in kind of like counterclockwise from each other movements. And the gashes and ichor that were on his chest, the smoke kind of billows out and gets in in the same um, kind of an immersion uh, of the movement of the cloaks. So there are these two billowing circles of smoke that are now around... Kagog. Um, yes, we'll leave it at that. Consider himself... Consider Kagog basically... Something's happened that makes it harder to hit him, realistically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cald's Cald's turn. Right. Okay, so, Edward. Mm. Here's the thing. Because it goes Cloud, me, and then the Woad Maidens... Yeah. Cald is technically on you, so you can move and he will move with you. Yeah, I was going to say, collectively, I just want to basically push us through mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. towards the um, the other crafts. So whether okay. that be, like, take, basically, I'm just going to have to take as many hits as possible. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's the target now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think because, yeah, basically, I'm because about some to resources die. are being limited, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I have no hit points. <laughs> okay, cool, excellent. So here we go. Um, you're correct. There will be lots of hits coming towards yourselves, but we'll see how this all goes. But it's not a bad plan. Um, you can all move as one unit. That is fine. Yeah, Normanda. Um, yeah, as it is your. Cald stays on you, that's okay. Um, next up, it'll be your turn. Is there anything you'd like to do in general to kind of get yourself through this, or are you just going for the run? Um, so, in, uh, remind me how inspiration points work. Um, Can I make you re-roll an attack? No. Okay. Ah, oh, bugger. Um, You're just going to go for it? Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to fucking go for it. Nice. Okay, here we go. Uh, um, sweet. So, two attacks definitely on you coming from Kagog. You know, actually, wait there. Hold up, hold oh, up. Hold I'm up. Gonna, I'm just going to... In my equipment, I have two times silver pieces. Yeah? Uh, I'm going to flick them at... Uh, not Gogamog. Um, Kagog. Kagog and just say fuck you bitch and then run 
Okay, sure, that's fine. I don't know what that's going to do, but I'm not going to... Just to distract him, you know? Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like throwing that some money on the floor. That does not distract him, but that's, I like it. I love the, the attitude. Um, both swings. Six and a seven, plus five on both. And they both miss. Yeah, yeah, lovely stuff. Um, the, woad, <laughs> the woad maidens push through um, to try and get in front of the bruisers. I'm, I'm going to put all the bruisers' attacks on those guys because of the way that you've set this up, so they'll... Yeah, here yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like they're uh, pushing people. They're like pushing people out of the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you've got you've got three hits, Ollie. Um, I'll need you to roll three death saves, please, for the woe maidens. Okay, okay. Twelve. Okay, success. Oh, fail. Five. One fail. Oh, and a ten. Ten. Okay, that's a success. Nice. Very good. Only one. That could have been way worse. Way worse. Yeah. Um, you're okay in terms of the Gibbon Giants because those things are just basically staying out of range and throwing shit at you. Um, you push through all of you collectively um, manage to get yourself to the crafts of Wayland that are kind of sat in this undulating collection of icon. The shadows here are so strange. They, they feel almost liquid yet like sluggish. Like, like you, you put one of your foot over one of the lines and the line r- rises up as if to kind of meet you and grab at your foot. You can kind of feel it sort of slightly pulling it. So imagine if a hand made of slugs, realistically, just, yeah. just slightly stroked the bottom of your bottom of your leg, your ankle. Mm. It's very unpleasant. Okay, um, so... You find yourself at the crafts. Yeah. Uh, was that a double dash or was that just normal movement? That's just normal movement. You've got an action. Okay. Right. Which one's closest? The the um the jaw is quite big, isn't it? Yeah. So so yeah. the jaw was fashioned into a brooch. The I... skull is a goblet, and then obviously oh, the two eyeballs that. were these like big jewelry type things. One you you've always carried around for ages. Okay, I'm gonna try and attack. Ah, you're gonna um... Gimli one ring this. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna okay. try and just nice, or, or maybe roll. just like baseball with the sword, one away. You okay. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If whatever, yeah, right, go, go for it. What are you doing? Tell you're gonna have to run me through this quite specifically. Right, um, yeah, Gimli one ring with thistle, straight down. Um, you know, um, just. You know, before I try anything else mental, I'm just kind of thrashing at thin air with ideas. Okay, cool. Roll an attack roll for me, please, Ollie. Oh, fuck yeah. 19 plus 4. Excellent. Okay, that so definitely 23. hits. 23. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and it would just be 1d8. 6. No, 10. 6 10? plus 4. Yeah. Nice. Okay, sweet. So, the... um. You strike down with the with the long sword thistle, and it makes impact with the which one were you going for the the jaw yeah the jaw yeah okay so it makes impact with the brooch that that has been fashioned from this 
and it's strange. As the sword makes impact, it's kind of held there imperceptibly. You remember how Albia appeared to you, where she had these cracks within her sort of skin, her bark-like skin, mm. and they, they were like lights that shine through slightly. Thistle changes as it makes that impact. They're up the length of the blade of the sword, this strange sort of material that it's made from. Those cracks kind of appear and form, and then the uh, white light from there kind of spills forth and fights the shadow that, that, that clings around these at the moment, this this corruption that is taking it. you you The blow seems to be held there just for like four drawn-out seconds. Usually you'd make impact and draw back, but it's just held, just... And then that kind of echoes out into this into the, the valley that you sit in or you stand in on top of this ziggurat-esque quasi-hill surrounded by standing stones and mm. kin of giants. That's Does that it. seem to have um, like affected um, the giant kin at all? Like, are any of them, you know, uh, are, the shadows, are the shadows weaker? There is a moment of stunned silence in the fact that you've done this, and also the sword has done that as a response. It, I mean, it shocks even Normanda. Yeah. Like, yeah, because like Normanda is basically, you know, he's a he's a child, mm-hmm. re- realistically at the end of the day, um, who's just trying desperately now, you know, in that kind of sp- sporadic, mm-hmm. no knowledge, just trying everything he possibly can do yeah in um, last ditch of you know last attempt yeah yeah nice so that that happens that's your first attack ollie okay that light splays out that moment of sort of stunned silence and then the the noise kind of returns the gibbering of the giant kin the, the continual boom, boom, boom of Kagog, and even just to the end of your uh, uh, edge of your hearing, you just hear a ah! of Neohad's dis yeah disembodied head down the down the length of the uh, of the hillside. Right. Uh. Shit. Okay. So it looks like it did some form of damage. Did it? Did something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, thistle, th- thistle appears like even in that in in that gap a moment. Thistle has those like lines breaking through it at the moment. Those lines of light now. Okay, I would like to jump on top of uh, the the stone the plinth that they're on, sure. and into the cup. Where the cup is kind of stood, I presume, how yeah, a cup yeah, would yeah. be stood, I would like to just kind of thrust the sword okay, straight down into the, the centre of that to try it on that one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, not very good. Um, it might be enough. 11 plus 4, 15? 15 hits. They're inanimate nice. objects. It's very easy to hit them. Thistle oh, that would make sense, yeah. Strikes down straight and true into the centre of this cup. You and again that light kind of cracks along the um the sword edge. The point is pushing straight down. You push all of your energies towards it. The moment um is frozen in that that 
that beam of light, that shattering of light, and then the shadows kind of rush up to meet it as if for a moment. The light kind of expands out from the sword blade, shadows rush up, there's that moment, that pause, and then thistle shatters. Oh. Thistle Shit. shatters. Shit. Okay. Uh. Fuck. That Ollie um, is the end of your go. Yeah. The end of the word raiders is what they've Fuck done all of me. their stuff. Yeah. Um, right. Next up, we have Kagog, who looking what the fuck oh so gleeful, basically, uh, <laughs> starts to make his way towards you, and these the shadows that were spinning around in that shadowy sort of strange undulation from from his own blood or, or whatever it is that seems to be part of him now still mask his body, but you can still hear the whoom. Vroom, vroom, as the stones fly um, out from that as everybody's all together he can make his basically choice and that will be of yourself he will strike twice uh, a miss and then a 19 plus 5 so a 24 yeah. to hit Ooh. Ollie yeah that does hit me that does hit you you take Twelve points of bludgeoning damage as you duck okay. the first one. The second one comes around and just crashes Edward. across your face. Yes, Ollie. Okay, you have activated my trap card, as <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh would say. Okay. Now, Cloud mm-hmm. has a gift called a take a blow, which is when the hero receives damage, activate this follower as a reaction. The follower absorbs all the damage and must make a death saving throw. Right, so Cloud. Is throwing his tiny little orange body off my yeah, shoulder. Yeah. Now, yeah, exactly. Okay, nice. He's taking um, a bullet for me. <clears throat> is he spent now, though? Yes. Okay, so Cal can dumb. no longer take part in this fight as he takes yeah. that blow for you. He jumps up in front, the stone whips round, and just zzz, smashes into the front of his tiny little chest. Um, and you need to make a death saving throw for me, yeah. please, Ollie. Oh. No. Six. Oh, no. that's held down. Down and out. No. His tiny little broken body just He's not falls. dead. He's not dead, no. No, thank fuck. But bloody hell, about to say he just hit. died. Um, Christ. But he is considered out of the combat. That doesn't mean he still can't be targeted, though, Ollie. So yeah. he is in a bad place. Right. Kagog. Then we have all of the others. This is where shit is going to get crazy. So, Kagog has done his things. Um, <coughs> the Gibbon Giants uh, basically pull up an- another fresh load of spears and they just fucking hoik him at you, I'm afraid. Uh, first lot, uh, two misses and probably a hit. 17? 17 is my armor class. So that's one hit. Yeah. And then the second uh, salvo goes through. Uh, you have got... You've been hit once. Okay. Let's hope this goes okay for yourself. Five yeah, points that. of piercing damage, Ollie. Okay, okay, I can take that, I can take that. <laughs> oh, God. Right. right down to the line. Next up, um, those are the no. Gibbon Giants. They they all sort of turn around, grab themselves another javelin, ready to throw it at yourself, but you're okay. The bruisers come in. They start swinging away. The Woad Maidens, basically sort of doing what they're here to do, take them on, 
um, but take those hits, every single one of them. So here we go. Let's find out how they've done. Uh, two hits, Ollie, and three hits, Ollie, they take. Um, so I'm going to need three death saves for the Woe yep. Maidens. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Three fails. Three fails. Two eights uh, and a five. Okay, so how do you want to split them? I'll be very nice here because you can keep them both alive but both on their last. Or you can take one of them down and just take um, the other one as two. Right, we're going to make it not not meta. So, not meta gamey. So, um, two are... Do you have them in a list or are they left and right from each other? Um, I do have them in a list. Okay, uh, top one takes one, bottom one takes two. Okay, nice. So, so if the they die, one, they die. So one smashes to the side. You see it kind of like take an impact and then it, it regathers itself and stands. The second one, um, looking over towards that, kind of responds in a way to throw herself towards those the, the bruises. And they almost knowingly know this, bring both their clubs round and in a strange mirroring of the way Atcha was taken by these creatures, both of those oh. clubs strike her. One in the one in the centre of her mass, another one in the top, and it just kind of splits the woad maiden in half. There's a great oh. sort of cracking sound of, of wood and, and a wrenching of mud, and it just splits in half and shatters into... I mean, you, you don't know the physiology of these creatures, but it shatters and then just... <laughs> Links back down, and in front of you, there is a tiny, teeny, tiny little shrub-like element that's just stuck in the ground, looking somewhat sad for itself. Um, that's one of the Woe Maidens out, I'm afraid. That's fine. That's fair enough. Um, oh, fuck. Okay, da -da 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 -da. so... Have... Next up, it would be yeah. Cald. Cald is down. Uh, Cald is not, down. Not involved with these things. Normanda. Right. Ah, sorry. The small boys. The small boys have now got themselves together and will be coming to attack um one of them was really getting fucked off with cald when he was fighting him because <laughs> he was no you yeah. can't do this Ed. yes i do this no so he kicks him while he's down without a doubt he'll roll oh. with advantage to see what happens there because he's technically prone um or oh, you are a lucky boy only actually no if he's rolling with advantage uh, that is a hit, Ollie. You're going to need to roll for Cald. Okay. Death okay. save. Okay, natural 20. So he's okay. Hey. He's all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Natural 20 on a death save, I think, actually gets people back up again. I'm not sure how that works with... Um, yeah, they. so usually you regain a hit point and become conscious. I w I'm just going to strike off one of those death saves. The death just save that Cald has taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Perfect. For whatever reason, the way that the the giant kin tried to attack Cald, he just pushed him back together again a little bit. Um, perfect. And then one of them, because there's not many, there's only two, a couple of them left from everything that's gone on. One of them goes to uh, strike at yourself. Okay. Uh, two. That's not going to get. Anything. Perfect. Okay. Oh my god. Next okay. up, top of the round, Normanda. Ollie, what do you do? Right, Normanda taking a javelin to the. Shoulder. Bleeding and broken, you stand on top of the plinth, the uh, crafts of Wayland at your feet, your sword shattered, um, like it's 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 not completely gone, it, it's it's there, but like half of it is just so broken I think into nothing. At this point, Normanda's pretty much done, right? So <laughs> um Normanda kind of falling 
to his knees, holding the kind of remnants of thistle in his hand, you know, clouds off to his side, on the floor, dying, um, getting beaten up while he's dead. <laughs> you know, uh, Woad Maiden's just being killed around him. You know, he's surrounded by all these giant kin. I think there's pretty... Well... He's he's a kid, and kind of what the, what the kids do when they think that something is kind of going to be taken away from them, like a toy, you kind of scoop up your toys to, like, run with it. So, um, he's had a bit of a regression. We thought Normanda was growing up. Nope. In the he's face gone, of everything. Yeah, in the face of everything, he's, he's showing his age and his inexperience, and he... I think I'm just going to 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 pick up all f- all of the the uh, the crafts and the tra- crafts that are there. and just try and run. Interesting. And just try and like I'm basically bolting. Yeah. Um. So you, Normanda, yeah. yeah. If you're in, very good, um, reaching down. Running your hands basically in a strange embrace of these these strange, grotesque yet beautiful crafts of Wayland, the revenge of a smith who was imprisoned by a king, a mad king at that, who, well, uh, now lies broken upon this field, yet still lives. Something happens. Gathering them up into your hands, there's a moment where, and the the broken remains of thistle that stands that still you're kind of cupping and holding. That light that still glows very faintly from thistle glows more, bigger, brighter, and the sword, or what remains of it, and I say the sword, and really I mean the hilt, and the weighted piece at the back end of it, grow in a slightly different um, manner. It it begins to grow and twist. The vines that sort of made up um, the handle of this sword move and slither almost in a way to reveal the bottom, the pommel. It's the other eye. The other... Wait, what? The other eye. The eye that you left with Albia. Yeah, Albia who created this sword maybe she knew, maybe who knows what's going on but the other eye is exposed from the base pommel of the broken shattered blade you okay, stand so... with all five crafts of Wayland Ugh. just in your person Kagog right. seeing this throws himself towards you the world around you shifts and changes it's like somebody's taken a watercolour painting, thrown water back onto it, and then run their hand across the entirety of the canvas. Everything stretches and changed. You see the little orange splash that is cowled, kind of extremely extended, <coughs> to a strange sort of sunset-esque um, draw. The gibbon giants that have been standing on top of those, they, they run out into a strange greyish cloud piece, 
and you find yourself, Kagog, reaching towards you. You see his face twisting, staying almost similar. His hand kind of just almost makes contact, makes contact, and then you just feel his finger touch yours, and he maintains contact with yourself, but everything around you is just maelstromic in colours and noise, and then nothing. There's a moment of nothingness, pure nothingness. You hang in anti-gravity, you can feel nothing, nothing on your skin or anything, and then it all comes rushing back. You find yourself standing in, well, not even standing, you find yourself floating, you could be flying, it's difficult to tell, and there are two gargantuan shapes. They stand as tall as mountains, standing over you. They hold hands. Over one of them, there is the growing foliage of an ancient woodland, uh, resplendent and verdant, across running down said back. Around um, the uh, hips of said creature is a solid, and you recognise these now, but a, a belt-esque piece of stones. The second creature, different in build, um, where the first is sort of has a brownish reddish hue to it and a um, softness of skin. The second is craggy, solid, grat not gratin, granite, thick legs that that remind you of just a collection of stalactites and stalagmites meeting continuously throughout it. The muscle mm. tone is solid based upon that, you know, and over it hangs a shadow, a shadow that has like a, well, a horned visage almost. Right. Hmm. So one's clearly the goddess that I spoke to. I've had a blank on her name. Albia. Albia, that's it, yeah. Um, the other one, would that be... Would the hands kind of match the shadows that I saw over the sea? They could do, yeah. I presume that's Gogglemog then. Um, where is Normanda in kind of the space and time of this? It's really difficult to tell. You stand... If, you, you, if you're going to position yourself, you'll be below them without a doubt. Um, the... Around you... Imagine you are stood in that in that watercolour, um, within a watercolour... Imagine you're stood in a watercolour painting, Yeah, basically, but you're physically there in it. Just kind of floating. Yeah. yeah. You've got okay. a moment to take this in, because Kagog's hands are at yours, and they are straining to take what is in your hands away from you. You look up uh. at the two creatures, Kagog, from Kagog, from his wounds, Those that smoke element is reaching up towards that larger, the granite-esque piece. And then you see at your end, Thistle is un, um, un, unravening itself, unraveling, yeah, unraveling yeah. itself, leaving just the pure eye was in its hilt and reaching out towards the other um, 
dirt brown creature that stands tall above you with its verdant um, crown. Am I able to just kind of throw the crafts into the air? You feel stuck, solid, frozen mm. in this environment. This isn't this isn't about physicality anymore. This isn't about who can move faster, who can fight better, who has the ability to throw shadows or whatever it is that's been going on. This is mm. about wills. This is this is about seeing properly. It's about kenning. Can I in that case make a um use my insightful feet to learn something about the shadowy one. Mm, I'm actually going to say no on this one. Okay. Because that's only if you share. Actually no. Because it's half and half. Yes you can, Ollie. You can do your insightful insight check on okay. the secondary creature. Says roll with advantage, so yeah. Um, the other one was better, so I rolled a 12. Do I add uh -huh. my yeah. <coughs> um, uh, 17, 19, okay. sorry, plus seven insight. Jesus, very nice, very, very good. Um, the reason why. It feels strange to do this. is because you're looking what you think is one creature. And you realise it's two. You realise it's the same creature. And the, and the reason why you can read that one is because it is of the old ways. But the uh. thing on its back, that shadow, that shadow is an entirely different creature. One that is spoken about in the new church. Oh. Not necessarily of the new church, but is referred to. That's why you can't read it. That's why this is a problem for you. Because the yeah. two things aren't coming together. Right. That's the moment that you get it. It's not necessarily Gogamog that is evil. Something is corrupting it. Could you... Now, Ollie, mm. um, what do we? What have we used for your kenning rolls? We've used your wisdom, haven't we? Um. So we can what either we... use wisdom or we can use legends. Legend, I think, is the one that we would yeah. go on this one. Um, sure. Can I give myself an inspiration for this? Yeah. Well, you've got inspiration, so you can use it if you want to re-roll your dice. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because your pool is pretty yep. tasty. I'm going to re-roll that. Okay, it did actually help. Um, 14. Okay, I'm going to roll this dice here. I have two inspiration points left. If, if it rolls below a 14, well, we will see. You think back to your grandfather's tent, the hut, 
where you started your practice, where you would look into the fires and the embers and see nothing. And your grandfather would laugh and sort of say, in time it will come, you have to let go, you have to not see the full picture. You have to kind of remove your mind from the thing that you're looking at and the future or the omens will reveal themselves. Yeah. You've been practicing this. You've seen more of it. Here, in this time, you know, this time is an old time. It is not now and it is not the future. It is past then. But you have influence on this time. Kagog has influence on this time. You too should not be here. You should not be at this moment and wrestling between these crafts to bring about whatever it is that shall be brought about. And you see now from the crafts, there are these strange... Uh, strings, threads, I'll call them, mm. that that drift off them. Threads that drift off them and fall behind yourself. They go maybe about 200 feet behind you and they sit there, these threads. But you remember back to the unravelling of Thistle and the shadow pouring out of Kagog. And you will one to outpace the other. Oh, the points of Thistle reach the huge unknowing thing, unknowable thing, sorry, before the shadow reaches itself. And you see the larger creature. They're not moving as well, I should point out. But Mm. as soon as the unravelling pieces of Thistle hit the creature, it moves and it simply takes its hand, its arm, lifts up, and it, almost like brushing a lover's hair, runs its hand over the back of the other mountainous figure, and the shadow dissipates off its back. Hmm. The kaleidoscope of colours that you stand in collapses around you. And I mean it when I say collapses. (coughs) Colours basically invade your face, your eyes, and you can, even if you close them, you can just see these colours, just this this maelstrom flowing through your body. The next thing you feel is the wet grass as you fall off the back of one of these standing stones. Around you, the silence of night. There's no fighting, there's no... There's nothing. Is Kagog... Has he also been... Kagog's not there. No. Hmm... Okay. Um, I stand up and look around, I suppose. Quick perception check for me, please, Ollie. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. Um, 16. 16. 
First thing you notice, um, the corpse that lies at the edge of the stone circle. And I say corpse because it is just a skeleton. No flesh on it. Old, very old skeleton. Mm. And the only thing that you recognise, very easy to recognise, is a old, burnished, somewhat broken, somewhat um, tarnished belt buckle. A belt buckle that you recognise that used to belong to Neo had. Oh, yes. Okay. I want that. The curse that held him to this world clearly broken. Hmm. The crafts, by the way, they're not to be seen. Hmm. Okay. So, theoretically, we did what, we actually did what Neo had wanted us to do. Because all he wanted was to be free of the curse. Hmm. Patience is a virtue, Ollie. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, by any means. And he just chose the wrong path. That's what you get for being a scumbag, Neo had. Or <laughs> traitor. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take his belt buckle, I think. Okay, nice. Um, and then, I think... Hmm, okay. The weird thing is, Ollie, is Neo... Uh, not Neo had. Um, Normanda feels everything that previously happened. So his wounds are still very much there. The pains and aches of a long journey still very much in his relatively young bones. I think that Normando would go and look where Cloud's body was. Nothing. No cald. Hmm. Okay. Um. What way would uh, Prudria be? What that direction? Is a great question, Ollie. Looks like to find one's way, uh, one's way back to Prudria, would be Normanda's next step in his adventure. Hmm. He starts walking east. East it is. And he leaves the top of this hillside, standing stone still there, walking forwards down into ancient forest, wild and untamed, on his own, seemingly. Turns, takes a look back. Turns again to uh, stride off into the forest. Hey, boss. Oh, you got them funny knees for walking. Yes, you little bastard. <laughs> Come here. And that, that is where we will finish the story. Okay. Yep. Nice. Excellent. That's good image. Okay. Though. Got a nice little, nice little, um, nice little brain image of of Normanda and Cloud walking, walking away into the forest. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's good. That I like that. Oh. Well done, Edward. Right. 
And so ends that adventure, that quest. Whatever happens. Many, many bullshitty, magic-y things. Um, but hey, look, we, we and we bring this adventure to a close. That's that's it. That's starter set, everybody. Um, I know I've obviously been here since the beginning. Uh, and we've sort of done these things before and we've said all these things before, but um, for everybody who's supported us over the years, um, both myself and Sam and Ollie through all of these things, thank you for the support. Um, doing this has been uh, a labour of love without a doubt. Um, sometimes more of a labour, sometimes more of love. <laughs> there are points where you come to this and it is, it's not easy. Like sometimes you, you well, you completely lose the plot of what you're doing. Um, and then other times it's, it's, wonderful and magical and uh to be here and share that with uh you listeners as we've been doing this over the years it's been a lot of fun realistically um yeah i've been starter set you've been our listeners ollie yeah um same i suppose (laughs) (laughs) ollie has been starter set and you've been our listeners uh Sam, if you were here, you've been starter set, and I hope you're listening. Um, and they've been our listeners. Roll well, and we will see you well, whenever we see you. Goodbye. Goodbye.